Hello and thank you for joining me for episode 239 of Man in a Room. How's it going? Um, so at the beginning of the year, I made some New Year's intentions. Uh, these aren't resolutions, these are intentions where, I th- I've definitely mentioned it before about where uh, you have things that you intend to do and it's okay if you don't actually do them because they were intentions. So like you intend to do these things, you know, it, it makes sense, okay? Uh, it helps me. Uh, with resolutions, you know, because those things like when you don't do a resolution, it's all like, oh, I failed. Oh, I must not bother then. Uh, but I feel the intentions there. It's a bit different. Anyway, so one of my uh, intentions was I want to read all of George Orwell's books, um, like the ones he published in his lifetime, um, in the, before the end of the year. And I was going to read them in, uh, what's it, in, um, what's the word, in sequential order as they were, as they were, as they were written. So the first book is a book called Down and Out in Paris and London. And I thought, right, okay, I've read this before, but I want to read it again because I remember enjoying it. Um, he's got eight books. So I thought if I do one a month, I should be okay. So the deadline for me in my head was by the 31st of January, I have to finish reading Down and Out in Paris and London. And so yesterday I finished reading Down and Out in Paris and London. I'm recording this on the 1st of February, by the way, and that's the reason why I said yesterday, because yesterday for me was the 31st of February. For you, yesterday was the 1st of February, but it's not okay, so just deal with it. Um, And so I read it last... No, I finished reading it last night, and I, I'll, I'll be honest, when I was... I only, I maybe, it took me maybe, maybe four or five days to read it. I literally just chewed straight through that bad boy. It was such a good book. Really, really been fascinating, actually, uh, about... Well, basically, I don't know the actually the circumstances as to why he was uh down and out um in paris originally but from the book he was basically living a pauper's life in in paris in the 1930s um basically uh getting by on like a very like a pittance of uh like wages and all that kind of not wages just just a pittance basically and he was like living with a guy called Boris who was trying to help him like find jobs and they'd go around together trying to find jobs and you know they ended up getting um having to like that to like pawn all their clothes and their possessions just to, you know to get food which is basically just bread and wine and tobacco and all that kind of stuff and that's basically what they're living on and uh obviously they went to stealing and other bits and pieces they basically went through the, the entire uh process of uh trying to make money and they ended up um running a well helping run like a restaurant or a hotel i think in a hotel x that was it um and so basically the just doing bits and pieces like uh i call it plongeur i might be pronouncing that wrong um but basically uh somebody who's basically a, the, the skivvy of the entire place where they'd basically run around doing everything working 17 hour days and all that kind of stuff and it was, it was very interesting because obviously things have changed somewhat over the years. I, I would imagine they probably have. No, they definitely have. Have changed over the years where obviously people have got like better um, working conditions and all that kind of stuff. But it's just really, really fascinating the way um, these two basically went about their day trying to do, uh, just trying to make money and all that kind of stuff. Just basically you know, from pillar to post and all that kind of stuff. And then um, obviously George Orwell being like a educated Englishman had a sideline where he would teach English to fr- to French people and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, the French part ended when he went back to London because uh, he had a job uh, helping somebody out, um, caring for somebody, I think educating them or something like that. 
using i'll be honest some some very derogatory terms for uh like disabled people even disabled is probably offensive these days but um you know there's there's a lot of very fruity language in it consider well you have to bear in mind it's of the time it's 1930s uh i'm not you know excusing that but uh that is what it is and um so he goes back to england to help out and it turns out that this person actually isn't in the country for like another month and so basically like well i've got no money so i don't know really what to do can you just sort of kick around for a month and so basically for a month he basically is a homeless person in london and it's very interesting because he was a homeless person in France and now he's a homeless person in London and just the difference between the two countries and the two different cities and all that kind of stuff is actually very, very fascinating. Uh, just the, the the general difference between, you know, obviously living in England and obviously living in England for my entire life, understanding certain things. And it's just like, um, just fascinating the way that the homeless people were treated differently back then. Um, in France, uh, there was, you wouldn't get arrested or woken up and moved on if you were asleep in the street. You were allowed to sleep in the street in Paris, but in London, if you get caught asleep in the street, you get woken up and moved on. And so people could never sleep and all that kind of stuff. And obviously not sleeping makes, uh, things much worse. And obviously not eating makes things much worse. Being tired makes things much worse. And basically, them going to like, uh, well, Eric Blair or George Orwell, uh, going to uh, like workhouses and like overnight hostels and all that kind of stuff and mixing with different uh, people um, and obviously telling their stories as well, which is actually kind of interesting when you think about it because those people would have been completely forgotten. They they obviously had already slipped through the cracks in the 1930s and because of George Orwell, their lives and their words and their characters have lived on and it's actually really, really fascinating. You know, just uh, there's stories you would never hear. Like there was uh, a dude who was basically like drawing chalk pictures and like how he'd make money from doing that and how he's like, well, you have to keep it topical because um, if you don't keep it topical, you know, people won't keep coming back and like giving you money, all that kind of stuff. And um, and there was, uh, you know, he, he was like talking about how some kid got his head stuck in the railings. By the time the kid was freed from the railings, there's already he'd already drawn a cartoon and made money from a cartoon of the kid with his head in the railings and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like a forgotten art of uh, like the chalk things, because obviously these days you can't really sort of go around chalking on the floor. Well, you can, but as long as you put on Instagram, you know. Um, but yeah, it's just really, really fascinating, just the the stories of how these people became into the situation that they were in. And honestly, it's a very, very good book. It's, it's you, you pick it up and you start reading it, and you can just blow straight through that bad boy. It's It's entertaining. Um, and fascinating as well honestly it's uh, a great book and um i've read it before and i've always i've mentioned before i love 1984 and uh, that's um obviously coming up at some point in the year um but i have to say down and out in paris and london is very very close to 1984 in my favorite george orwell books ironically the first book he wrote um anyway i'm currently starting uh, burmese days which is his first novel um which is you can see the the definite george orwell sort of dystopian corrupt government officials and so on and so forth already in there in his first novel um i'm looking forward to reading i've already read it before uh road to wigan pier um which is another one of my favorite books of his uh, i like his he was a journalist you see mainly um kind of like a like a louis through 
kind of character where he would do things like that um just to sort of see you know like i think that he's, he's going to the like working class coal miners I, if, if my recollection is correct um but yeah Anyway, uh, this is me waffling on about a book which you probably haven't read or have no intention of reading. But I recommend reading Down and Out in Paris and London if you've not read it. I don't really review things, but, you know, this is the the nature of the podcast. I do things as and when they come up. I could talk about going shopping in Morrison's again if you'd like, but I don't think you want to hear that. Anyway, back again tomorrow for more of this kind of thing. <laughs>